wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you have one of those hearing aids on TV, you know, that you can listen into people. I can hear you in Manitoba clapping. <laughs> That's how good my hearing aid is. I can hear I, you talking about how cute I look in my jeans. <laughs> I love those infomercials, how they like actually condone like eavesdropping, listening into other people. Have you seen that? Like the yeah, old man's like, that's what I'm talking the about. There's one with like the old people that like all it is is it's a bunch of old people in an old folks' home with a hearing aid, and <laughs> yeah. all it is is one group of old people listening to a group of old people of the opposite sex talking about how they want to have sex with them, basically. And then the other group listens in about how, like, the other group of people wants to, like, like, oh, look at him. You know, Gus is looking good today. Oh, yeah. He's sure cute. Oh, look at him walk by. And, like, Gus is, like, on his hearing aid. He's like, yeah. <laughs> the old ladies love. It's just, like, dirty old folks' homes. Sex so hearing aid. It gets progressively and progressively more sexy because I remember the originals were just like, yeah, watch TV in bed without turning it up to uh, bother your partner and stuff like that. No. Yeah. And then they just hint at that subtly. Everything these, everything these days. Yeah. Right the correct. sex sell to the, the nursing care home? It does it, now. With demographic? Pills, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you <laughs> what. solve that, yeah. If you, get to be, if you get to be an old, old man and you live in an old folks home, man, you know how many women you have? It's like, you know, residents, but except all the men have kind of died off and a lot of yeah, women Yeah, so the trick, if you want a lot of ladies, you just got to live a long time, then you get, like, your pick of the, like, the old broads, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of like going to university during World War II, except <laughs> if women were allowed at university. <laughs> kind of like that. Just like that. Exactly like that. It's not quite accurate. Mm. Yeah, it's probably like three to one ratio, eh? Uh, maybe even more, I'd say. You don't even need the hearing aid, you know? <laughs> you know they all want it. <laughs> I'm watching some rhythmic, myth, rhythmic gymnastics right now. Easy for me okay. to say. Is it, on, is it on CBC? No, this is just... Oh. I'm just watching clips. Oh, okay. About, this isn't, this so isn't, it's just, you're this actively isn't new, searching it but, out. But, you know, you're probably not too interested, right? What are the... There's bowling pins you throw around or ribbons... I'm what a big fan told, of the ribbons. What if I told you now I was watching men's rhythmic gymnastics? That's a thing. Oh, okay. And this is getting Who's allowed crazy. to do that? And this is getting crazy. Well, it's not sponsored by anything yet. It's basically just Japan. But U.S. <laughs> and Canada, US Canada and Russia have a team, too. But this but Japanese, so just Japan this ja- Yeah, this Japanese so floor routine is just off the chain. It's ridiculous. So it's the floor. So it's like, you know, tumbling and stuff. Yeah. But rhythmically. So there's... Some movement going on. There's also eight guys on the floor at the same time, and they were all dancing sure around for, for a while. A, for a while, it's it like just Super looked Smash like Smash Brothers. No, yeah, for a while it just looked like they were all dancing. Then it got to the tumbling, and my God, they lined up in two corners and just started tumbling through each other. Like one guy's up, the other one's down, and everyone's just spinning, and it's awesome. Yeah, it should be abolished. Come on, the whole sport. Well, and it's like the best of gymnastics and street dancing. <laughs> Two things that both could be <laughs> eliminated and Trevor would not be shed one tear. <laughs> I think you can all, well, gymnastics is awesome, right? We agree with that. 12 year olds, <laughs> Olympic. Yeah. I like the crazy medal on the line. I yeah, I like that. 
Hey, this I like is your one like shot. Screamed at and aren't allowed to eat, and then like <laughs> when they fail, they they, they rejected by their country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess, is is I there like a harder the sport for failing than that? For failure, is there a worse thing where it comes down to one shot and? Well, figure skating's fun to watch. <laughs> it's fun to watch those people's dreams just get shattered. Because it goes on for so long, and they're smiling. And, and it's only till the end, though. It's only till the end where the part that they might not land is. And then they have to skate it off for, like, a minute on top of that at the end and, like, pretend that they're not dead inside. <laughs> It'd be then so they, good if they just missed they their the... jump. They just skated in a straight line for, like, two minutes. They're just like, oh. <laughs> And then the camera right in the face as the scores get revealed. Then tears of joy. Hugging the coach. Always yes. creepy. It's always a creepy relationship between the coach and the young female figure skater. Right? Yeah, it's always pervy. It is, yeah. But, uh, you need more of that 92 Olympic drama with the... The Lillehammer, the Kerrigan. Yeah, that's yeah. what you got to bring back. You got to bring the back lead the pipe. You <laughs> lead pipe to the knee. That's what it was. You, got, you oh. know what? She was watching too much uh, River City Ransom. She was playing... Yeah, the lead she pipe got the thing. The idea of getting a lead pipe. And, um. you, you know, it's it's great cup weekend, and I, there's this great video that just hit the internets yesterday, and that is at the CFL alumni meet lunch. Two um, old, seventy three year old football players got From up the CFL. on stage. Yeah, well, Joe Cap, he played. For, he was a Vikings quarterback for a while too. So there's this guy named Angelo who played on the defensive line for Hamilton, and Joe Cap who played for BC. So they get up on stage, like, you know, with the microphone, kind of like a conference thing. And they still haven't gotten over a, a dirty hit that took place 48 years ago in the Great Cup. And they're still arguing about it. <laughs> so Joe Cap goes to give Angelo, who's one of the dirtiest players in the league, uh, except he's like on a wheelchair now. Of course. He brings him some flowers to sort of like a peace offering. And uh, Angelo tells him to shove it up his butt. <laughs> And so Joe Cap hits him with the flowers and actually hits him pretty good with the microphone. Angelo stands up and hits him right in the face with his cane. <laughs> just smack. And it's and real? Real. And Joe Cap just loses it. He just starts wailing on this on guy this who can't even wheelchair. And there's 73-year-old man. And <laughs> so Angelo's on the ground, just knocked out. Like, Mike, like Cap went Mike Tyson on him. And Cap... Like, no microphone, just looks towards the crowd and just yells out, Sportsmanship! <laughs> <laughs> and then they actually, like, up all the words he could have yelled. <laughs> yeah. And so Angelo actually gets up and actually, like, continued their discussion about the 1963 Great Cup or something after, like, a total WWF moment. It was That's fake. amazing. No, it's, like, real. Like, it's all over CBC and everything. Yeah, like, I will post it to the blog. It's unbelievably good. Sportsmanship! Sportsmanship! So here comes some wisdom.blogspot.com if you want to see some old men recovering. Like, like seriously, like, think of 20 years ago, like, and all the people that hated each other during World War II and just, like, you know, forgave each other. And this is, like, one dirty well, hit that this guy forget. put Everybody on the running back. Everybody just forgave each other at once there, Carter, hey? <laughs> you know, it's in not Carter like... World, in Carter World? <laughs> I know, but there's, there's no like, hard feelings left. Right. Everybody forgave each other, Carter. Well, you know, look at like the you US live in and a Japan. Nice little world. Look at the US and Japan now. They're pretty much best yeah, buds. Everybody there's that situation is just waiting. 
Can I tell you about two movies I rented this weekend, and you tell me which one? Did you Netflix them? No. These oh, are actually video store Blu-ray Blu- You actually quality. went somewhere and got... Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, so two movies, slightly different movies. The first one, Tree of Life. It was there. I thought I should probably try and watch this. Tree of Life. What's that yeah, about? Terrence Malik movie. Guy who made um, Thin Red Line. Okay. Some oldies. It's like super classy film school guy. And Fast Five. <laughs> nice. I th- did you, oh, have so you seen I've that really before? Tri- we were supposed yeah. to see that together. Yeah. I really oh. did try and give Tree of Life a chance, but it's... But Fast Five was in your mind talking to you the whole time. Yeah, it's like it just gets its way in there. Like, you've got Vin Diesel and The Rock, and they're on opposite sides of the law. <sighs> so they like they're like The Rock has to bring Vin Diesel down, because it's what he does. He doesn't care. Yeah, any means if, necessary. Yeah, he doesn't care if Vin really did the crime or not. He's got a job he's on to the, do. He's on the list. That's just, that's just how it is. He's got his orders. But they have respect for each other in their own way. So you can I have sort no of guess idea how what these movies are about. So, Fast Five, no clue. Well, I, know I've, I think cars. I've given you. An, I think I've given you enough. Yeah, I get the gist. There's a crime that probably involves driving <laughs> cars fast. There's a lot of dudes in tank tops with cocoa butter all over their arms, greased yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, and this I'm one is driver. all in Brazil. This one is all in Brazil, so everyone is perfectly sweaty, <laughs> and it's awesome. <laughs> I've been I've been getting ready for this. I've got all the Fast and Furious movies taped off TV, ready to just marathon one. Taped day. off on VHS? No, it's off HD movie channels. But uh, oh wow! No, I'm, I'm getting ready for five, man. Like five, that's the pinnacle, the climax, right? What do you mean there you're getting ready? Right? Yeah, Anyways, there can never good. be a six after like The Rock shows up. Oh, they'll never make another one. No, no, I don't care how much money it made. You can't ever make it better. You can, and they they should just bring. You need The Rock. Mm-hmm. In pretty much every movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. You said what everybody was thinking anyways. Mm-hmm. Rock in every movie. Oscar. Comedy. Yeah. Comedy. He can pull he can do comedy. Yeah, the tooth family. Fairy. Family comedy. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's just too easy. Too <laughs> But for sure action movie, yeah. I don't know what he is. He has no weakness. No. No. Except he has a bit crazy looking now he's way too jacked up really <laughs> yeah like before would you think he was like super jacked up before just big like when he was wrestling yeah or no, he's early lost. movie days hmm now he's thick maybe he's gotten old it's all about camera angles too like vin diesel had it's to all be like camera <laughs> you know honestly i heard that vin diesel had to be like on a stool during his fight scenes with the rock because he's like actually like five two or something and the rock's like you know six six linebacker from miami so uh they weren't exactly seeing eye to eye for most of the movie well then that's just more reason for director of the year Awards going to that movie. <laughs> I know. Yeah. The guy just got on a stool. <laughs> that's that's director genius. Because Tree of Life, it's it's a movie. It's about a family that I think a kid dies, nineteen, maybe in war or something. Do they bury the parents? Are upset. So Brad Pitt's, kinda... Brad Pitt's the dad, and then twenty years later in the future, who is the his brothers all grown up? Who is who would be the actor? Super political actor guy. 
Brad Pitt's Sean brother. Penn. Sean Penn. Yeah, Sean Penn is Brad Pitt's other son. So he grows up and he's thinking back about his brother. That the whole movie is just pair people whispering over shots of birds flying around. It's like, this is not a movie. So the entire time you're like, oh, Fast yeah. Five. Yeah, it's like, it's I just in. watch Fast Five again. It's a good palate cleanser after that, hey? Mm-hmm. No whispering in birds there. Unless they're going to run over by a it's car. It's a firebird. Yeah, oh, yeah. They should make a Fast and the Furious set of the 80s. You've, yeah, you <laughs> just came up with the best idea ever. Because, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not really into the tuner culture. Just putting, like, a Honda Civic. Just jack that up, you it's know. A guy in a Camaro. Firebirds with Dr. Feelgood on the, the hood, you know. Yeah. So would you want like some a young crappy Mustang. To play thing? Yeah. Would you want a young twenty-year-old to play a young Vin Diesel, or just Vin Diesel? Just Vin Diesel. Just get Vin, the rock. To play Vince Neil. <laughs> just get the rock, man. It'll all work out. That could be the opening. That's that's Vince Neil from Molly Crew kills somebody in a car, <laughs> like he really did in real life, but nobody did anything about it. And then the Rock has to hunt him down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I knew you had to work that story in. He's a murderer. So he went to 80s and cars. He's a murderer. They just killed Razzle. It was just Razzle. <laughs> was Razzle wearing a seatbelt? Probably not. No. All I saw was Razzle's sneaker, man. You know, like, I've seen... I mean, like, I've read the Motley Crue The Dirt book, like, two or three times. I don't remember him killing anybody. That's how much crap is in that book. Like, how much crazy stuff they've done. It's like, oh, yeah, he killed somebody. I don't remember that. You know, like... I can only remember a hundred things from that book, and that's like number one hundred one. I think it's a great movie idea. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. I don't know why. Seriously, How hard does it really rock. have to be to come up with ideas? Yeah. Okay, Fast and the Furious Zero. Or what would be the what would be the name of it? Fast and Furious. Fast and the Fabulous. You could just start naming them like by the year, like Fast eighty seven. <laughs> it's got to be eighty seven. What are 80s cars? Super low sports cars with muscle cars still? Yeah, and what, about, like, like, the yeah, square, and what weird, about like the square Mustangs? And, and like weird uh, like Lotuses and yeah. stuff like thinking that. About, you know? Thinking about the Lambos. Beginning. Yeah. Just black, like super low, oh. super angular. I'm thinking like a blacked out Monte Carlo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything in like Grand Theft Auto Vice City there, those supercars. Was nitrous available in the 90s? This is important for Fast and Furious. This is very important. If it didn't exist, then the movie can't exist. Oh, that takes away the plot. Any plot point revolves around nitrous, pretty much. Somehow coming in in the clutch. Mm -hmm. Do people have those things that when they drive beside you, you cut the other person's tires? Like in, like, Um, Batman? Do those exist in these movies? I don't think so. What did happen in this movie, the big chase was... Two Vin Diesel and Paul Walker teaming up together, stealing a bank out of a police vault, like stealing a gigantic police vault with two cars and driving it through the streets of Brazil, smashing through what? buildings. Yeah, the vault smashing through buildings. Yeah, guys were in luck. It was nitrous was used in engines going back to World War Two. Good. Well, we could have, so we could do we could like Fast and the Furious, like forty-eight. <laughs> yeah. Back to Japan Egg. again to set up fast to set up Tokyo Drift. Yeah, yeah prequel. Outracing the uh, atomic warhead. What other eras could you have? What the oh, 90s like the mean? Rat Pack, Fast and the Rat. <laughs> no wait, 
Rat fast. Rat, just rat fast seven. I think just putting them in different time periods would be great. Just yeah, the way just, to keep the franchise going. Just like Frank Sinatra and Jerry Lewis, just a horsey movie. Vin the rock. A horsey. <laughs> yeah, like give him a give him a carrot soaked in nitrate. This is good. This is good. <laughs> Colonial. Colonial and furious. Can't do boats though. I'm sorry. No yachting that's always have you the worst ever s- on tv for two weeks mm, what about that hulk hogan movie thunder in paradise mm-hmm. make that into the fast fast furious in paradise mm-hmm. <laughs> well maybe if vin diesel was on a yacht race around the world everybody knows that i enjoy a good deal right oh yeah a deal getter you never eight re- cents on a dvd you gotta buy six of them <laughs> yeah a deal getter never reveals his deals <laughs> And so the ultimate deal day was uh, a few days ago, Black Friday in the States, where all the stores that severely the decreased their prices. Day. Yeah, ultimate yeah. deal day in, in a deal getter circle. So the, we know what know, Black like, Friday I think is. La- My God. Yeah, I know. So last year, like, you know, a few people got trampled to death at Walmart, and it's usually just a pretty sad story these days. But my favorite story this year was. Uh, a woman pepper sprayed 20 people in a Walmart to try to get first in line for the Xbox 360s. You know, a system that is six years old and she's, you know, like willing to go to jail for. She pepper sprayed 20 people? 20 people. And so. At once? Like a mass pepper spray? Or did she like slowly. I think it was sort of like subtly. There's videos online and you don't really know what's going on. And then people start getting wise, I think. So she'd like just walk by someone, pepper spray them, and like get in front of them. <laughs> You know, so slowly but surely she got uh, in front of the line. Did she that is awesome. That's some, yeah. I don't think so. She got arrested, and there's a video of that. And it's just like the worst chaos in the world. Like store people, like with megaphones, just screaming, "Everybody, back up, back up, away from the Xboxes!" It's like, oh my god. I don't understand. Like, like two hundred dollars for an Xbox. I've seen them for one twenty nine. Like people got to get their priorities straight. And what a uh, terrible, Carter. I know. My favorite Black Friday moment happened two years ago, though, where uh, a football receiver, Chad Ochocinco, was photographed in a Best Buy with Rock Band 2 in his shopping cart. <laughs> and I was like, you know, Ocho makes like $6 million a year. How much did that Rock Band possibly, you know, to wake up at 4 a.m. on a game week? How, uh, how, how good a sale was Rock Band 2 on? I looked it up at Best Buy. It wasn't even on sale. <laughs> He's just, you know. He did. He, I guess he didn't know he the meaning of Black Friday. He needed to get Friday. his rock round on. Yeah, <laughs> no better time than fighting massive crowds at four. He probably got paid, you know, Carter. Maybe. Probably got paid by the rock band guys. Hmm. Could be. I don't know. Deal but, always never reveals his deals, Carter. <laughs> maybe he had the ultimate deal. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't revealing it. Ultimate deal day. Jared Ochoa gets free yeah. rock band. Yep. Yeah, oh well. Um, you know, I can't even go to video game stores now and buy games like Walmart and stuff. I just have to do it online. I just feel so, so bad every time I go. Like going to a store to buy a video game, you feel bad? Yeah, I have a moral dilemma. Like, cause every time, like last time I was in the store, I didn't buy anything. I was just there looking, checking out the stock, you know? And there's <laughs> honestly pervy. <laughs> a four to six year old kid and his deadbeat dad. And, and the Walmart Aussie tickets, yeah, <laughs> pretty white. And so the employees like open up the glass case, and the dad's like, "What game did you want again?" And the kid's like, "I want a, the new Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Revelations." And now, Brent, you've been playing that, hey? Mm-hmm. 
it's rated 17 and up due to like gore and like adult situations drug use and this kid's like four to six years old and every time it happens six years old really four to six one of those honestly how do you really yeah yeah i know because he wasn't I, like 10 no i just hung out with my cousin who's you big for his age and he was eight bird. the day before so i know this kid was under six and i just like always want to just like speak up to the parent like hey i don't mean to uh you know i'd love to here, do that. but you might want to read that box you know because honestly like this kid 15 years from now is going to be the guy stabbing you downtown <laughs> oh so video games cause people to be violent car I think if you're four and when the, the 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 nature of the game is sneaking around and assassinating people, I think that might be a bit too advanced for their development. Would you not agree? I think it's fine. They press a button, something happens. It's not even that gory. It's a game. I think you're. I think you're getting old. It's just a game. I play games where you shot people with a gun and killed them when I was six. Like what? What game? Like was Contra. It? Yeah, but the graphics on that, were, it was cartoony. Oh, so the graphics, not the killing parts. The graphics look like you're yeah, killing somebody Yeah, you know, well, Assassin's is, like, really realistic, sneaking around. Even though stuff, it's on a TV like, and you're pushing buttons to make something happen. Mm, I, I would argue. The only time I went against the ESRB's ratings were... Real, probably, real, really realistic, yeah. Like, I just pull out my hidden gun or crossbow from the top of a building. <laughs> or when you jump off a 200-foot building into a, into a rose bush... I know, but there. So yes, if that kid, if you can find me a kid, if you can find me a kid jumping off the top of a church into a bucket of hay, and then they die, then come back and talk to me. I know things like that, but the intent of sneaking around. Oh, I can't get caught. I got to kill this guy. Those thoughts going through their head and stuff like that. Oh, Carter, you're so old. Although I guess I did have another nightmare about Jaws last night, and that's my first like memory. See how old were you? Memory. I I don't know. I remember the shark biting the old. Remember the old guy on the boat? The guy biting him in half and him spurting blood out of his mouth? I remember that very clearly. Last night I was at at the bottom of the ocean while the Jaws attack was going on in scuba gear. I was just trying to wait it out. I was pretty sure Jaws... I was was, was hiding under a rock, but I was pretty sure Jaws knew (laughs) I was there. He knew it was up. Mm -hmm. That's funny because I just rewatched the original Ghostbusters there a few nights ago. And uh, I remember being a big fan of the Ghostbusters cartoons and having all the action figures and stuff like that when I was five. And we rented the uh, the Ghostbusters movie on VHS, and I couldn't last more than two minutes watching it. I was so scared that library scene, you know, uh-huh. with uh, the cards flying, and it's really tame. So you see Assassin's Creed as being like really tame, but to a four year old man, messes you right up. Okay, why did Jaws want to kill everything? In the fir- at first, it was just a shark, and then Had by the no time reason. it got to the revenge, by the time <laughs> it got to the revenge, it was out for revenge against the family of the people who killed it. Yeah, it's, it's daughters. It didn't care that it was a lake; it was going to get them in that lake. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it 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 tracked her all the way down to the Bahamas or something too. Hey, Roy Schneider's wife in mm-hmm. Jaws: The Revenge. Man, that one that was a scary movie too at the beginning when the kid gets his arm bit off at the start Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> the first couple Jaws movies nothing you know fine but that Jaws 4 something else it was worth the wait <laughs> such a bad movie mm-hmm. so I want to do a recap of something we, we did uh, off the air 
um, we had a draft. We were, we're, we're known for doing tournaments and drafts of sorts. Mm-hmm. So I think it was my idea. Uh, but you guys did all the work as usual. Um, it was to, we were gonna we were gonna make a draft of picking some world leaders. We were gonna each pick our own team of three world leaders. So who who was involved? Who could you get? Who were some of the guys? Past Mo- and present, right? Mussolini, Castro, George Bush. I, I originally thought it was just Hitler, evil. Jesus, Putin. The Buddha. way it was originally described to me was evil dictators. So that mm. that's sort of where I was going on the draft. Kim Jong, Ahmadinejad. Mm-hmm. So you you could pick any three people onto your team, but you had to you had to pick a well-rounded team and yeah you had to have reasons you know you just can't pick three the most powerful people you need to have guys that could mesh well together yeah you, you need know? a good team so what yeah. what were our draft results uh okay, let's let's go through what we got here let's let's talk I, about our teams because it says something about us I think in the first round who was the first pick I think uh, it was me right yeah who did yeah you take? I picked Napoleon. So you took Napoleon, which I thought Napoleon in the first round was a huge waste of a draft pick. Yeah, because he has some self-conscious yeah, issues he's, and stuff. Yeah, he's kind of a bit weak inside, you know. And I, I he, thought I could balance it out with my next pick, who had no self-conscious. <laughs> so, Brent, what did you do next? What do you think of of, of uh, Napoleon? Oh, I just I don't think that's right for our times because this is <laughs> this is twenty first century. Yeah, yeah, twenty first century true, thinker. It's applicable. Yeah, yeah so, you got to be okay. So I sort of snuck one in, uh, Mr. Steve Jobs. That was a great pick. Oh, I think that's the worst pick I've ever sort of heard. Off the board, but so bad. I loved it. Person who can get things done, Carter. Who else has been able to get things done better in the last? No, he just years? stick a, he just stick a camera into it and resell you the same thing over again. That's what he'd do. He'd be and ruining then, the world and, doing that. Whatever. And then wrapping up the first round, I took Vladimir Putin. Just because he takes his shirt off a lot. You just got a huge crush on Fruit Putin. <laughs> yeah, I do. Actually, I've got a huge man crush on him because yeah. he's like he's like rock and roll, you know, <laughs> ripping his shirt off and like wrestling people. And he probably kills bears with his bare hands and stuff. So yeah. that was the first round. Mm-hmm. I probably reach for Putin, though. P- Putin in the first round, probably another reach. But sometimes you just got to go with the guy you like, you know? Yeah. Well, he's right up your alley. <laughs> he's, he's part of your team. <laughs> well, on to the second round. I was like, okay. I need someone who thinks himself as a god and someone who's really like self-centered. So I went with Kim Jong-il, and then I sort of realized while making that pick that he's really more self-conscious than anybody, how he wears platform shoes and spikes his hair to appear a bit taller. So that was a wasted yeah. pick. So, so you got just weak, expl- weak so. Napoleon, you got weak Kim Jong. Yeah. yeah. But give the man a golf club. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll get a hole-in-one. Six. Oh. So another, My- I, but you know, I love that man, though. He's maybe on an elevated status. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just, he is like, he's pretty cool, man. He hires people to remake movies starring him. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, he's pretty awesome. Brent, who'd you go with? I went with Ahmadinejad. And you broke my heart. Yeah. Because well, he you was wanted my next You were hoping for him. I think he, I know he's, he's a bit of work in progress. And I think he can be trained to just to deliver whatever message you need, and he'll That's go right. all in. If you can just convince him to buy into the system, then he's a great guy to have on your side. A good team player if he commits. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think like he's your King Arthur and Steve Jobs is your Merlin. Just building a round table here. Right. That, 
that guy, like, you know, he rocks the open-collar shirt. He's, he's a good-looking man, you know. He's got good style. He's got his own thing going on. He was people's sexiest man of, the, of next year. <laughs> epic, epic liar. Just a brilliant liar. Can look right it. into a camera and just... just... We, we got no nuclear weapons here. Hey, well, uh, do you have gay people in Iran? What's gay? What's that mean? <laughs> I've never... I, you mean, like, two men? I've never even heard of that before. Didn't know it was possible. States, you are disgusting, United States of America. <laughs> Next question. Just like, what? What? How did you just do that? <laughs> so, I mean, the guy, he follows the party line. Once he's in the party, he follows the party line. Give him cred. And he's crazy. Who did I take? Oh, I took Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I figured I'm so evil-oriented that I needed someone to balance things out a bit. You know, a couple miracles here and there. A little bit of positivity on on my side because I already got Putin, Putin and Jesus. I think that Putin could keep Jesus in line, slap him around a bit, because Jesus would try and be a little bit soft all the time. But mm-hmm. you know, Putin could be like the Jack Bauer of the of the situation. <laughs> Next, on to the third round, I picked Hugo Chavez from Venezuela because I thought <laughs> we needed a mouthpiece. We needed someone loud in charge. You know, do press conferences for us. Elizabeth, let me tell you. <laughs> so Gears is just a so Carhis is just a complete mess. Let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, let's look at his team: Napoleon, Kim Jong Il, and Hugo. There is no direction. No, we're just going all different directions. Chavez so. probably wouldn't even leave his country to be with the team. No, he'd just so be phoning team, in. He'd be so Skyping. the team's got to move to Venezuela, and I can't see Kim Jong Il leaving. Like, <laughs> what? What's the movie starring? Not me. No, not watching. <laughs> so yeah i like chavez though he could be a good core of a team if you had some some minions around yeah him. some good role players but now i just t- picked too much too much power they're never gonna get along yeah, strange yeah. combo brent yeah. where'd you go i went to tie the team together because you need a calming force with those two guys so with jesus off the board i took buddha <laughs> just just to, yeah just to really tie the team together like i think it's a Good choice. You're a little bit off board. I thought Buddha was going to get undrafted, but yeah, a little bit off the board, right? A little bit off. Be a lock on to my team. I think he's a bit off the board, but fits my team. Well, (laughs) I guess I guess we all have a spiritual leader. You have Buddha. Trevor has Jesus, and I have Kim Jong. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You have a great leader. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So then, Trevor, you took. And I can't even believe this guy was left in the third round. This was my favorite pick of the draft for me because I was va- it was a value pick. I got Hitler in the third round, folks. Mm-hmm. That's like, pfft. well, dude, he that's has a Trevor, win- that's Trevor. like drafting char- Gretzky. Char- you know, he has character issues. We're a little concerned. <laughs> yeah, Putin his, could fix his character issues. Okay, in his interviews, he didn't he didn't go to give well. Putin an extension cord in a chair, and and yeah. you'll see how how much of a fight Hitler puts up once he's <laughs> yeah. told what to do. See, I can see, like, Akbadinajad actually working as part of the team buying in. Hitler's going to work with some Russians. <laughs> and uh, and the king of the Jews, Jesus? Yes, that too. I'd brought that That's a conflict yeah, of that. interest. I think, I think your chemistry on your team's not going to work. So That's why you have Putin. Even though I hate Putin Brent's will draft, force it's you probably into the, the team. most well-balanced. Yeah, Brent does Even, have the best team. It probably is. He's got the Merlin, the Arthur, and the spiritual guy. Okay, now what if we, if our teams were each going to have their own podcast? Who would have the best podcast? Mine. <laughs> yeah, actually, Napoleon, Kim Jong-il, and Chavez would have a, a great podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, you win the podcast. 
Brenda's really, the best that's, team. That's all that matters. <laughs> when it boils down to it. All I'm saying, Hitler in the third round. 